wish you were still a washing machine! Get up and run, coach! You're gonna puke like everybody else! I can't puke, Bonnets! I've never puked in my life, ever! You're lying to me! I've been sick before! I've just never puked! I swear on my mother's grave! What about when you were a baby? Babies throw up all the time! My mom said I never did it! I swear! She said it was fascinating. In fact, the local PBS wanted to do a documentary on me. Have you ever been punched in the jejunum? No, what's the jejunum? It's part of the small intestine. I don't think so. I mean, I've been punched in the armpit before. And in the wrist twice. Coccyx. And the back of the knee. In both eyes. I've been punched right in my... my trachea. <laughs> Let that out. Go ahead, Jackie. Just let it go. Hey, hey, hey. Get a hold of yourself, Jack. Jackie. Let go. Hold it in, Jackie. Hold it in. Get off me, goddammit, Jackie. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Welcome to DFW's Best Kept Secret. We are the Dipping Without a Chip Podcast. Powered by Billy Up Sports Network. Season 2, Episode 17 with a bullet. Wait, is it 17 right, Callaway? It is 17, and it's crazy because my mom was asking, actually yesterday, she was... Um, she was like, how many episodes have you guys done? And I was trying to think. I was like, well, we've done like two full seasons almost. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Crazy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, Matter of yeah. fact, um, now that we're now that we're on the topic of seasons, uh, this is happening live, Dippers, because we and Callaway haven't even we, – we kind of kicked it around at the yep. start of season two, but we weren't sure what we we're going to do. Are we going to take a break for Thanksgiving? Yeah, probably. I guess that makes sense. And then I guess we'll then come back and then that should probably kick off season three, which I think we have some new ideas. So Yeah, yeah. You know what? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna pull back the curtain some here while we talk about um, the podcast uh, stuff that normally happens behind the scenes. But I'm thinking we should probably get rid of we should ditch the seasons, only because and dippers maybe you guys will get kick get a kick out of this. We can just like keep going up on the numbers instead of having to say you know season two or season three. And just yep. just keep a running tally. And then eventually, tally. Yep. and then hopefully, you know, if time is on our side, we'll be up to like episode 400. And I think that would be pretty <laughs> yeah. dope. That would be cool. I, yes. But Dippers, I, you know, we, we don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll figure that out. You you guys don't worry your pretty little heads. Let let me and Callaway do with uh, <laughs> the dirt. What you should worry about is the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh my goodness! Situation oh. that we have, and I say we because obviously you're a Cowboys fan. You have to say now, we. I know, I know. I just want to make sure that everyone knows. Yes, that you know, I'm like we are huge Cowboy fans, and it's been a rough season, man. This is um, this is uh, now we're going on our third quarterback. Yeah, and, what? That's uh, nuts, isn't it? Yeah, rookie. Yeah, fill in the new chief. Fill in the dippers, all right, because a lot happened since we recorded last up until yeah. today. Fill them in. So, um, there was a nasty hit on on the quarterback Andy Dalton last game, mm-hmm. and uh, no one really came to his aid. He just kind of laid there. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure the player that hit him got ejected he did. and fined. He did. But not suspended. Um, but, yeah, he just kind of laid there. It looked like – I mean, it was a nasty hit. I mean, his head his head bounced off the turf. And uh, so then – Knocked his helmet off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was I mean, it was a big hit. If you haven't seen it, go look. I mean, it was a bad hit. And, um, and uh, so then that led us to then Ben DiNucci – our uh, seventh round draft pick mm-hmm. out of James Madison. Um, he played at Pitt some two too. Three. He went two or three for 39 yards. Um, uh, but also uh, the offensive line did not really help him out much. And so he got beat up pretty bad. So I don't know. Um, it's going to be very interesting. He runs. He's one of the fastest players on the team, believe it or not, like straight line speed. Like they say that they have actually clocked him at running it. Like it's like 22 miles an hour. You know what? That's ridiculously fast. So run play option all day for the Cowboys is what I would say. Do you think? Um, I think a lot yeah. of that is coaching. Is A lot of that is coaching um, smoke and mirrors. Because, I mean, if I had a third string in, I, a third stringer in, I'd be saying the same thing. I'd like, man, this guy, he can throw as the day is long. You know, I'd be coming up with all kinds of shit just to kind of make the opposing team think, damn, they might have something over there. And so Mike McCarthy. But it's funny. Yeah. No, 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 because it's funny because no one has said anything about his arm. <laughs> it's only that. He's fast. It's, it's only that, hey, this oh guy's goodness. really fast. If he gets going down the field. You're not going to be able to catch him unless you're maybe DJ Metcalf. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't heard much about his arm. I don't know the comparisons. All I know is that when this happened to the uh, Cowboys back in, yeah, I don't know what was it twenty, I guess seventeen. 
2016. You talking about Dax? It was the. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I think it was like 2015, you know, 2015, I think. Okay, so yeah, 2015. So yeah, that was when uh, Tony Romo got hurt in the preseason. And then at the same time, Kellen Moore got hurt in the preseason. And we had to start the season with, you know, with obviously Dak Prescott, who we knew nothing about. And, um, you know, I think you now see how much he means to this team and, you know, what a steal he was even in the fourth round. Now, I am not comparing, you know, obviously Ben DiNucci to Dak, but also you even can go back before Dak and, you know, we had gone through all these people of, you know, who is going to replace Troy Aikman and, there was, you know, and then, you know, um, there was finally this guy that, you know, he was an undrafted free agent out of Eastern Illinois. Yeah. And his name was Tony Romo. And we knew nothing about him, just like we knew nothing about, you know, obviously, you know, I mean, nothing. You know, I, yeah. I mean, we knew nothing about Ben DiNucci. And we, knew, I mean, and then obviously look at what Tony Romo did and, you know, you know, I mean, all the success he brought and, so, you know, I don't know. I think um, – but I'm the same person, and my brother will say this. I'm the same person that thought when we signed Ryan Leaf, he was going to be great. You thought that? For the Cowboys. Oh, I oh, did. I, I was like, oh, he, oh he, he's like, oh. You thought he's, he's going to turn it around. So, uh, I'm going to change the scenery, yeah. And my brother still laughs at me for that. And I've said a bunch of wild things, so I have no idea, but – I'm excited because if we lose, we're just closer to maybe having that horrible season and we can get a top draft pick. Or if we win, I say ride that train. Ride it. Ride that Danucci train. Yeah, win or lose, Danucci, you're my guy. Hey, if I was Mike McCarthy. I, exactly. I call him the Nooch. The Nooch. The Nooch. If I was Mike McCarthy, I'd say, son, you're about to start Sunday night football for the – for the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, start slinging that ham. Just sling it. It's going to be Thanksgiving. Just start slinging that ham all over the field. That's the only thing you can do, right? Yeah, I think, you know, he has made some comments. Like, mul- like multiple people have said, like, um, have kind of made fun of him because I think, like, on his Instagram or on his LinkedIn page, like, he has like all this other stuff, and then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, you know, I mean, like I'm an NFL quarterback, <laughs> and now he has to change it to now, you know, he is the actual starting quarterback for the Dallas, of the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> and um, and um, you know, I think you know, I think he is going to be nervous. Oh, and he I, is, and so that's where you know, I think that's where coaching, and you know, I think you really have to tailor the offense to where, you know, it really makes sense for him and he feels comfortable where, you know, he's not doing things that is going to, you know, because you don't want to turn the ball over early. You don't want to take that momentum all, you know, like, you know, and then once the game starts to go and you can, and, and then, you know, I think if, you know, you sense he is playing well, you know, then maybe open it up a little bit, but you know, yeah. I want to, <laughs> I mean, I want to see this guy's line speed. Yeah, me too. So. I hope he gets a. I hope he gets a play <laughs> where he gets to show us his speed, and he doesn't fall. I hope he so, doesn't make an ass of himself like, um, like Danny Dimes did. Remember he had that eighty-yard run about a week or two oh, ago, man, and he made himself fall. Yeah. 
as long as he can avoid that, then the then uh Danucci era is gonna be gonna be pretty pretty fun to yeah. watch. Um but let's talk about the real issues really of this team, and that's the offensive line. Yeah, that's man. horrible. Joe Looney, I think and, Joe Looney's activated. And and then also Zach Martin's back. Zach Martin is back, yes. He back. was out with concussion so, protocol last week. Yeah, so that's going to help. Yep. But, you know, that offensive line has not been good. And then it doesn't help that our secondary is, I think, the worst in the league in every category. Yeah, it's not so looking too good. They're going to have to play better for, you know, I mean, like they're going to actually, I mean, you know, I know the Eagles have a lot of injuries and, um, but, you know, this is a game that we're not supposed to win. We probably won't win, but I wouldn't be surprised if we do win. <laughs> have a fact. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel if we win or lose. I just want to – I just want the Cowboys to show some type of fight. Uh, I, it's hard. Yes, the def- yes. I completely yeah. agree. You hit the nail on the head there, which I am very sad that I didn't even say. But, yes, I want to see some effort. effort. Yes. And he's and, – and, and you're – and you're ex- and and you're pronouncing the T at the end of it. Effort. That's how much effort you want out of this team. And you know what sucks? Yes. You know what sucks out of all this? That if the Cowboys what? can somehow pull a win out of their ass, they're in first place in I the know. division at, at three it's and five. If they can win, what kind of shit is this? The shitty division. I mean, it might be the worst division. In the history of football, it might. I mean, it might be. I mean, I think there's a combined what, like seven wins? Yeah, seven. I think seven wins. Or I mean, six maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not good. good. This team is. This we're even lucky. I mean, to even have a chance, and uh, I think, uh, I think that we. You know, I just yeah, I really hope we put up a fight. Um, when it comes down to it, um, I can see Carson Wentz just carving up the defense, and in the end, I don't think Ben DiNucci can make enough plays to actually win this game. Um, because I think the Eagles score at least thirty, and you know, if you're asking, you know, I mean, you know, I think it's a lot really to ask Ben DiNucci to actually go out there. Yeah. And, you know, score 35 and win this game. So I do have the Eagles winning. Well, um, real quick. But at the same time, I just want to see us play yeah. hard. I mean, I mean, we're, I mean, we're clearly not talented. So, but yeah, just show me some effort. So, you know, for, cause I think the last two weeks I've turned it off at like the end of the yeah. third quarter. So at least get me through yeah. the whole real game. quick. Here's the over under for the game. I know I'm probably jumping the gun here because we're going to do our oh, rundown. God, this is going to be uh, this, the this over under disastrous. for the Eagles Cowboys is 43. Oh, that's uh... yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that's um... honestly for me, I think that's pretty our high. Our defense is so bad, though. Yeah. Um. Well, let's go. Let's go on to some other cowboy news. Here's one. I don't know if you heard this one. The Seahawks reached out to the Cowboys about Almond Smith, and Dallas refused. And there's rumors that <gasps> the Cowboys may want to reach a long-term deal with Almond Smith. 
Are you saying his name yes, wrong yes. on purpose? I know it's Alden, but I like to call him okay. Almond. Almond Smith. Okay. Everybody so asks me sure. that. People who listen to the podcast go, hey, you know you're mispronouncing his name, right? It's like, yeah, that's that's what I do. Justin Cathagy. Well, I mean. Um, what's that golfer that you like? See, it makes yourself look, see, it makes yourself look not intelligent when you. Oh, you know what? I don't, you, you know, I'll, I'll tell you like, I, like I've always told people, I don't give a <laughs> shit what people think about me. As long as they're listening, that's all that counts. Uh, what's what's that guy, that golfer that you like? Um, Shut up! I don't. What's it, his name? Yeah, Jordan. Jordan Spice. There you go, Jordan Spice. Justin Kathaji. Spice, and it makes me so mad. That's why he's like turned me off of golf. Now I can't even like talk about. Mission accomplished. All right, so. But we will be talking about it come next week because I think Masters starts yeah. next week. So yeah, get All right. ready for a big. A I'll big dust golf off my segment. golf hat. All right, and um, Everson Griffin. Hey, make sure it says Callaway on it, though. <laughs> you buy me one and I'll wear it. Everson Griffin got shipped to the Detroit Lions, Callaway. How do you um, feel about that? Makes me, makes me believe he might have been one of those sources. <laughs> um, That's what I was think, thinking. Makes me think, uh, makes me think he just didn't fit in to the locker room, uh, whatever they have or trying to build or whatever hot sauce in the eye kind of thing they're trying to do over there. I he didn't know, get in but, where he fit in, um, unfortunately. Yeah, he yeah, he clearly didn't fit. Um if you can get something for him, I think it can maybe turn into a fifth round. Um yeah. you know, uh I don't really know. I mean I mean I mean, you know, I mean really at this point I would trade anybody yeah. almost. Well two people they couldn't trade were um Absolutely. No, 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 no. They didn't trade Worley or they didn't trade Poe. And they told him, like, I think on Wednesday this past week, if we can't trade you, we're just going to cut you. And it looks like they were cut. So. Yeah. And it looks like Poe because he, he, I guess he was, he was overweight and. Uh, here, my brother, he my brother, my brother gave the perfect description that. of Poe. He goes, hey, they cut his ass. I'm glad he was worthless. And I'm not up for calling somebody yeah. worthless, but yeah, I think Poe fits that definition. Poe was pretty, yeah. I mean, it. I think it just goes to show um, how much I would have liked to see Gerald McCoy, yeah, um, in the middle and not Poe. And then at the same time, Tristan Hill, again, I'll, you know, he has caught a lot of black, mm-hmm. and for him to, you know. Um, you know, you know, for him to then tear his ACL and, you know, we just kind of, we, we, we just been, we just had a string of bad luck. I think we get Randy Gregory back. I think though. so. I think he is Randy back. So let's see what Randy can do. At this point, we need all the help. Sean Lee's activated. So we get Sean Lee back and they activated Savion Smith oh, wow. to the active roster. Yeah. He, okay. He was there. Yeah. Oh, Bills fans, Bills. Um, to all the Bills fans listening, I read this morning that Worley is going to be trying out for uh, the Bills. Um, email your GM, your owner, your coach, and say, no, nah, that's all right. We don't need him to, to try out. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. You don't want him yeah. on your team. <laughs> so just that, that you know, all the Bills fans know. 
Oh, man. That was good. Uh, let's see. I think that's it, right? I think All that's right, it hey, for the hey. Cowboys news anyway. Ben DiNucci gonna, about to throw for 1,000 uh, yards tonight. Yeah, I hope so. What's your prediction uh, real quick? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 you're but... good. Um, uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to keep it simple, man. Uh, Eagles 27, Cowboys uh, 10. So you're definitely going on yeah, the hundred side. side. I don't. Um, I don't think they have enough firepower um, with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I think. Um, I I think thirty five twenty one. So I'll I'll take the over. Um, thirty five twenty one Eagles. Yeah. Unfortunately, but um, I um, I think in the first half we show some fight, and then I think in the second half is when they yeah. start to pull away. I hope. So I can at least make it to yeah. the fourth, maybe. You know, you know. I wonder how many of the dippers caught that. I'm like, oh yeah, Benton is gonna throw for a thousand yards, and then I only have the Cowboys scoring ten. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that'd be the epitome. Like we would get to the goal line and we wouldn't score, or he or he throw for a thousand yards, but he throw for like ten picks, or yeah, something, know, something crazy like that. Like that. So. Hey man, just watch him on that strip. Oh yeah, that's all he needs. <laughs> NFL rundown time. Yeah. All right. So since we already talked about the Cowboys, since well, we we're just getting off the Cowboys Eagles. Let's start with them. Uh, usually we we, we wait for them, you know, especially since it's the Sunday night game. But you know what? It's Cowboys Eagles. They're playing for the king of the dumpster for the dumpster hill, the king of the dumpster, whatever you want to call it, trash heap, king of the trash heap. That sounds better. So, I think the NFC least. NFC least. So we're going to go with that one first. All right, Cowboys, Eagles. We already gave our predictions here just a few seconds ago. Philly is favored by 10 and a half. So I think the Eagles will will cover based on based on both of, you know, our uh, score predictions. We both think that yeah, Philly's going to cover that 10 points. So Yep. If I was the better, I would take the Eagles and the Tech. You want uh you want the over under? I already gave that. It was well, 43. Yeah, you said that and uh you clearly picked the under. Yeah. I picked the over. Because last so. time I picked the under, um, I won. And that was uh, Eagles and that was Cardinals <laughs> and Cowboys. <laughs> you won nothing because I don't think you put money on it. Well and it means nothing. Well, in my mind, so. <laughs> in my mind I put money on it, and in my mind I won. So all right, yes. next one yes. we got coming yes. up is Patriots and Bills. All right. And it looks like Buffalo right. is favored. Ooh, yeah, good one. Yeah, Patriots and Bills. Patriots two and four. Bills five and two. And it looks like Buffalo is favored by four and a half. I like the Patriots in this game. I think Cam and I. I just don't think Belichick and this team can really afford to go into a two, a two and five. Um, I just, I just have a weird feeling that somehow, some way, the Patriots win this game. So I'm going to take Patriots and the points. Oh, wow. Over and under for this one is four, 40 and a half, 40.5. I'm going to go Bills. Uh, I'm going to go Bills. I just think okay. that um, Belichick and Cam don't have what it takes. I think Cam is starting to maybe revert to Cam of old from Carolina. Um, I think it's getting too hot for him in the kitchen. So yeah, I think Bills are going to take this one. And 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 see, I think 
the opposite. I think he's starting to understand what it takes to play in his system. So, um, you know, I think the opposite. I think this week, I think you see a different Cam. Mm. And I think you see the Cam that we saw that was in the first couple weeks where he was really good. And I I just have a feeling. I don't know why. Well, we'll be watching this game here in a few hours. Yeah. That's a noon game. So that's going to be a good one. Yeah. Next yeah. one, we have Titans, Bengals. Titans 5-1, and one, Bengals 1-5-1. One and five and one. Uh, Tennessee is favored by seven. Over under on that one is 50 and a half. Yeah, so um, the Titans, you know, um, I still think they're a really good football team. Um, uh, the way they play defense, the way that they run the ball, um, I think this is going to be a win. Um, the line seems pretty low to me. I know the Bengals have looked better. Um, I know Burroughs played well, but they've had some internal dissension. I know that like two of their top wide receivers have more or less um, said they want to get traded, mm-hmm. but they have but they have said it publicly. So I, I think the Bengals are kind of in this really big transition mode of really trying to figure out who wants to be there and who doesn't. I like Tennessee. I like Tennessee pretty big in this game. Um, so give me. Uh, I'll take the Titans, and I will uh, give up the points on this. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take the Titans as well. Um, That bust Joe Burrow isn't going to do much. So, net moving on. He has not been a bust. Uh, One, five, and one. That's a bust in my book, buddy. Listen, we're not going to get it. Yeah, remember Troy? Let's not argue semantics. Remember Troy? went. Troy Aikman went one and fifteen. Okay, in his first don't year, don't compare. Bur- you can still put up. Don't compare Burrow have, to, to Troy Aikman. Don't 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 don't. don't not a rookie to Hall of Famer. No thanks, bro. All right, next one coming up. We got the Raiders. Also Peyton Manning. Yeah. Also Peyton Manning went like two and fifteen or something like that. Too, so. Hall of Famer. All right, Raiders three and three, <laughs> going into Cleveland five and two. Cleveland is favored by one. Over under is forty eight. So, woo! Um, I'm gonna let you go first. I, well, here, and I'm gonna start by asking you this question: Do you really believe in the Browns? Um, no. Uh, that's why I'm that's picking right Raiders. With, um, now I know this is a silly question because because I know his talent is. You can't replace his talent, but they they lost OBJ yep. um, for the year, and I do think that's a that might end up being a good thing for Baker because it seems like they were trying to force the ball to Beckham a lot, and, or you know they were trying to get him involved early. And I mean, you know, I think why they're five and two is because. They can run the football and they can play defense and you can make Baker more of just a game manager and not someone that has to go out to throw for 400 yards. And so, and so, but I'm still not a believer that this team is that good. So I'm going to let you go. Oh, I already picked Raiders. I'm I got the Raiders. Uh, All right. So, so you think Raiders, so, uh, uh, yeah. Give me, um, give me the Raiders in that one point. 
So it's a pick em. So, again, I'm going to go uh, just because of what I said. I think this might be kind of like a um, addition by subtraction yeah. type thing for the Browns. Um, I like the Browns in this you know, game. Uh, let, me, let me tell you this, Callaway. I do like the, what you said just now about the Browns and how – and how um you know they you know it might be addition by subtraction so i think this is very telling from what i read just before we started recording this segment is that the browns are looking to trade obj in the off season and he may have played his last his last um down as a brown yeah and i'm not and you know, I it, it, and it's and it's not that I don't think that he is super talented. I just think he needs to be on a certain team with a certain coach, with a certain quarterback, in a certain system that just that just works for him. I, and I think this system with the Browns is more built on kind of like the ground and pound, play defense with Miles Garrett, and you know, make plays to your wide receivers like a, a Jarvis Landry and, you know, you know, players like that and not try and be this explosive down-the-field team because I don't think Baker has that ability. But I do think they win today, and I think they get back to what made them successful early in the season. I expect them to run the football and play good. All right. So. Very well said. Moving on, we have Colts 4-2. and two. Going down to Detroit, three and three. Uh, the Colts are favored by three. Over under is forty nine and a half. That's going to be a shootout there. Um, I'll let you go first. Um, I am looking for the Lions to capitalize on their on their win from last week. I have the Lions. I think the Lions have what it takes to win. Okay. Um. I think these are two of the biggest enigmas in maybe all of the yeah. NFL. Because I have no idea really how good the uh, Colts are. Because I've seen them be really bad, but I've seen them be really good. Like yeah. last week, I've seen the Lions be really bad. I've seen them be also pretty good, win games like. You know, it seems like both these teams lose games that they shouldn't, and then they win games that they shouldn't. You know, it, it's kind of like one of those weird, like it's, I, you know, these two teams, I have no idea. Um, I do believe in Matthew Stafford. I believe he is a damn good quarterback. Um, it's a shame that they just, they just can never seem to, you know, just get the right pieces around him. Um uh, you know, with the Colts, they're just – I just don't know. I like Rivers, but um, – Flip a coin, man. Not that it matters, man. Where is this In game? Detroit. Sorry, sorry. I, no, sorry. I was going to get my pick, but so yep. it's in Detroit. Um, dang it. Uh, give me Colts. the Colts. What the hell? All right, Colts. you have Colts. I got Lions. Sorry, that took so long. But I mean, I mean, I, I mean, those two teams. I really just don't know about both of them. I don't know those two teams. I'm they're they're I'm sort of no the, I, and I get what you're saying. They're sort of the same team. 
They're looking in the mirror playing each other. Yeah. Or playing with themselves, however you want to look yeah. at it. Yeah, they're just like, I, I don't know how good, I mean, because because if the Colts win, they're 5-2. and two. Are they, I mean, how good? Yep. I mean, or if the Lions win, they're 4-3, and three, and then you're still looking favorable. So, yeah. yeah. And they're right in it, and I mean, I, I mean, I know that people were basically trying to write that coach out of town, Matt Patricia, just like two weeks ago. They're ready to fire him, so it's like I don't know about these. You know, that's a really tough yeah. one for me. So, all right, anyway. moving on. Right. We got the Minnesota one. Vikings one and five going to Green Bay to play the Packers five and one. Green Bay's. Yeah, yeah Green Bay's favored one. by six. Oh, yeah, Green Bay's favored by six, and over unders forty nine and a half. Um, yeah, like you said, it's an easy one. I got the Packers. Yeah, uh, I think I think that line is. Uh, I know it's a division game, and all division games are close. That line seems a little low to me. I think Packers win this pretty yeah. easily, um, especially so, playing at Lambeau I Field, mean, where uh, Des can't seem to yeah, catch well, a ball. I mean, even with, I mean. Even when the <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah. We'll get into that. We'll get into that in a minute. But uh but yeah, no, I think Aaron Rodgers playing in the MVP level, they're not gonna I don't see them. I don't I don't see them slipping up. Yeah, here. I agree. All right, next one we have Jets. Owen seven, Chiefs six and one. This should be an easy one too. The Chiefs are favored by twenty. Over unders forty nine and a half. I have the Chiefies. Oh, I have the Chiefs. But listen to this. Yeah. I think the Jets no, cover. No, you think they cover. I think the Jets oh, cover. Shit. I, 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 They're playing I, in um, Kansas City. The Chiefs have not really. Oh, I know. But the Chiefs haven't played that great. Again, again, I had the Chiefs winning. Don't get me wrong here. I just think 20 points you're laying, 20 points you're laying almost three scores down. I think Jets. Again, they will lose, but I think this game will be within twenty. I think they, I think Chiefs win by like seventeen, something like that. Where I think the Jets are able to actually cover twenty. Twenty is a big number in the NFL, man. You don't see a lot of. I mean, yes, I know the Jets are part of the worst team in the NFL, or they are the worst team, but still, twenty points is a lot, and. Um, so I do think Chiefs win, but yeah, Jets. Uh, I do think okay. Cover, so. All right, nothing wrong with that. Uh, let's see. Next, uh, next up, we have Rams five and two going to Miami. That's a uh, what is that? West to East. Uh, playing Miami three and three. The Rams are favored by three and a half. Over under on that one is forty five. Um, got who you got? Oh, give me two, two a time. time. It is two a time in Miami. We are get get ready. So you're taking for, dolphins in the points. He's gonna Oh, I'm oh, I'm taking dolphins to win this game. Dolphins are gonna show with with now the Patriots who I think are gonna win, and then the Dolphins are I think gonna win. That uh I think the AFC East is gonna be Really, you know, down to the stretch. Here we come. I think Tua is ready. He's been ready. He just has to get over that injury. He's going to be fine. And for the first time, a lefty quarterback is going to have success. This is the one I'm going to give me Tua. I'm going to go out of my way and watch this game. 
I got I got Dolphins as well. I just want to see Tua succeed and show up that bust Joe Burrow. So even though even though he is goofy yes. handed, even though he's gonna be thrown with his goofy hands, right? Like you, yeah. I want him. Yeah. Okay. I want him to. I want him to win. Which, as a fellow lefty, is disrespectful. I hope that he crushes everybody. So. All right. All right. Next one we got coming up is the Steelers Ravens. We have the Steelers going to Baltimore. And we have Steelers 6 and 0. The Ravens 5 and 1. We have Baltimore favored by 4 points. Over under is 46. Callaway, who do you have? Well, um clearly by oh, his yeah. excitement. This oh, is she's the game. Excited. Of the, this is this is this is the game of the day. I think um so I can't wait for this one. Um, Pittsburgh. No one's really talking about them being undefeated. They're they are under the radar. They are right. Ravens. Uh, yeah, I mean, no one talks about them being five and zero. Oh. Six I mean, and zero. Oh. No They're one. six and zero, oh, buddy. And yeah, okay, okay. See, even more. I don't even know. And they're one of um, and they're going up against a Ravens team that. Has notoriously struggled against against Big Ben and the Steelers. I like the Steelers in this game. I think their defense can hold Lamar. I think, uh, and I think Big Ben, when it comes down to it, will be the better quarterback in terms of throwing, make enough plays. And I think Steelers go to you seven. Think so? Wow, I do. Well, I, yeah. I do. What's uh, uh Baltimore's favored by four? So I think this is gonna be like oh, I think this is gonna be a field goal mm-hmm. game. So um, I might take the Ravens and the points because I think that like I see this being like 24 23 on a late field goal by Pittsburgh. So um, which would mean that uh, yeah, I guess you would take Pittsburgh in the points in my scenario. Um, okay. I'm gonna have to pick the Steelers just because they're looking really good. They're looking really good. It's big, you know. Big Ben is is pretty much Big Ben of old. I mean, he he's he he, just, he started to show his age some, but he's still playing at a very high level. And 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 nobody's no one's talking, talking about, about him. You said it best. They're flying under the radar. Nobody is really talking about the Steelers going six and zero. Everybody's talking about the Ravens, the Chiefs. Yeah. They're talking about the Bills. They're talking about how shitty the NFC East is. But nobody's talking about the Steelers. Yep. All right. Um. Hmm. Boy, wait, wait. Before you get into this next game, I'm not going right. to let you off the hook. Real quick. What do you think about? signing with the Ravens. He will not play this week, potentially not play next week. According to John Harbaugh, they want really to kind of see where he's at, get him ready. He's on the practice squad Um, right now. But, um, yeah, so, but, again, I have to eat crow. I said I didn't think, no, I didn't think anybody would sign him. You said someone's going to give him a chance. So, Here's your soapbox for, I don't know. All right, man, you know what, Dez, congratulations. You're back in the NFL. I just need you to light it up 
whenever you do get a chance to play. And that's it. Yeah. Good job. That's it. That's all I want. You um no, um, but yeah, in all seriousness, what kind of difference do you uh, think probably he none. Um, I mean, he's not it's Des Bryant. He's he's already older. He has that Achilles injury that he's just coming back from. Um, I don't think he's going to be like the difference maker that team needs, but I think he's just going to be another safety valve for a, a Lamar Jackson. And, you know, Lamar Jackson style is if nobody's open, I'm going to run it myself. I think with Des, he does give some some more of that unpredictability that that uh, Lamar Jackson could be known for. And when Tony Romo and Des Bryant would – when Romo would scramble out of the pocket, you always knew more or less he was either going to Witten or to Bryant. And I think that's, that's what helps Lamar Jackson. Like I said, he's another safety valve, I think, for Jackson, if he can get on the field. And that's – you know, we'll see in about two weeks if they activate him off the practice squad. All okay. right, next one. All right. Chargers, two and four, going to Denver, two and four. Uh Let's see. Chargers are favored by three points. Over under is forty four and a half. Um, Callaway. Uh, I don't know who do you got. This one's pretty. This, this is like two guys in the mirror playing with each other, or one guy in the mirror looking at himself playing with himself. They're pretty much the same team. Yeah, that's weird. And I just because of that horrible <laughs> picture in my mind, you said Chargers. Chargers and Broncos Jesus, uh, going to Denver. Oh, I like uh, – oh, give me the Chargers. I think I think that Herbert has been playing really well as a rookie. I think that the Chargers are uh, – I think they're really close to starting to string some, uh, string some games together. Yeah, you know, I mean, like some wins. Broncos, um, although they won last week, and they surprised the hell out of me on that. So, uh, um, it'll be close. But uh, I I I don't know. I I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers in this. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. take the Chargers too. I'm gonna give up, uh, give up the points, and I'm gonna just take the Chargers. Hey, Dippers, Irod here, and the holiday season is upon us. Thanksgiving is just around the corner, and Christmas is right on deck. And if you're anything like me, you want and need gift ideas. Well, Jewel of the Pile Antique Store has you covered. Jewel of the Pile Antique Store specializes in mid-century vintage and retro antiques. Each item is hand-picked and carefully selected. For that chef or baker in your life, they have classic Pyrex and Anchor Hawking dishware that were built to last and made to handle the heat and ages. Or for the vintage collector in your life, check out their vintage Dairy Queen and Coca-Cola glass collectibles. These items were made to be one of a kind. Or check out their vintage ashtrays that were made back in a time when smoking was cool. Yes, Dippers, I just gave you three ideas, and you can have more. Find Jewel of the Pile on Etsy at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Jewel of the Pile. Or on Facebook by searching Jewel of the Pile. That's J-E-W-E-L-O-F-T-H-E-P-I-L-E. Dippers, you like barbecue sauce. You like hot sauce. You even like a little bit of rub. Ooh, see what I did there? Well, Hoff and Pepper is the place to go. Hoffandpepper.com have an assortment of barbecue sauces, hot sauces, which is their main go-to, and rubs. Handcrafted with farm-fresh jalapenos and habaneros, Hoff's original Hoff sauce has gone on to win numerous awards and gain international recognition. Hoff and Pepper always strives to create hot sauces and seasonings that enhance flavors 
with balanced heat profiles. Every one of their handmade products is manufactured in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and naturally vegan and gluten-free. Head on over to hoffandpepper.com, that's H-O-F-F and pepper.com, and use Belly Up at checkout for 10% off. Who's the Denver quarterback anyway? So it's Drew Locke um, out of Missouri. He, Still? He, well, again, he really came on at the end of last year. He played well in the in the beginning of this year. He got hurt, and they had to go to slow ass Joe Flacco. Yeah, and uh, or no, it's not Flacco. Is it Flacco? I don't. Even I, don't know. I don't know. We don't but, even know. There you go. But so anyway, it's now back to Locke, and Locke won last week when we both picked against him. He's a good quarterback. They've, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, this is going to be a close one. I'm going with Chargers, but when uh, again, Locke's better than people think. Yeah, and I think that's what hurt him was that he got hurt and he went down. That didn't do him any any favors. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Let's go Saints. Four and two going to Chicago to face the Bears. Five and two. Let's see. The Saints are favored by four. The over-under is 42-and-a-half. Callaway, who you got? Man, this is hard for me because this is one I was thinking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And Saints are – they don't have Michael Thomas. They don't have Emmanuel Sanders. They don't have a guy with the last name of Callaway. So that's clearly <laughs> a bad sign. Um, the Bears defense is really good. Bears offense, I love Nick Foles. You know that, obviously, to the end. But the weapons scare me. I just, I don't know. I think I'm going to go with my heart instead of my head. I say Bears win this, but it's going to be ugly and it's going to be close. 17-14 Bears. You're taking the Bears and the points and the four points. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to go with the Saints. I think the Saints barely squeeze it out. I know they're missing Thomas for another week for like what? What's this, the seventh week straight now? Yeah, it's killing my fantasy team, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they can barely squeeze it out. Uh, not by much. I, I mean, yeah, the line I think is pretty – it's pretty accurate. Uh, yeah, give me the Saints, man. All right. All right. Next one is 49ers. Four and three. Going to Seattle. Going up to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Five and one. Seattle's favored by three. The over-under is 53 and a half points. Kelly, who are you picking? Well, there's no way they reach the over. Um, let me just tell you that. Um, I think Niners are playing good enough to keep this close. Ultimately, I'm going with right now who I think is the NFL MVP and Russell Wilson. I think him and also DJ Metcalf and also Tyler Lockett. This offense is they are rolling. Their defense is playing hard. I love Pete Carroll. I think um, that the Seahawks win this game. Niners are not going to 
just give up. It'll be tough, but give me Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Yeah, give me Russell Wilson as well, man. He's playing at a at an unbelievable level this year. And yeah, and I and I think me and you talked about this a few weeks ago too. We think that we mean you both think that he is the current MVP right now. He's playing he flew under the radar there for a minute. And it seems like over the last few weeks people are starting to wake up to how good Russell Wilson has been playing. Um, yeah, I yeah, I I mean he's the leading one. I have another candidate that we can get into that people are really underestimating and we'll get to that game later. Okay. But yes, uh he is he is definitely playing at an unbelievable level. Seahawks are uh, you know, I think one of the best teams in the NFC. They'll be there at the end. Mm-hmm. I think they win this game. So All right, me too. Moving on, we're going to go Monday's game. That is the Buccaneers, 5-2, and two, going up to New York to play the New York Giants, 20-6. and six. The Bucks, Tampa Bay, is favored by 12.5 points. Over-under on that one is 45. Callaway, who are you picking? Oh, give me Tampa. And let me tell you, this is who I was talking about. Do not count out Mr. TB12. Tom Brady as an MVP candidate. This guy last week, he threw five touchdown passes. He's 43 years old. He's playing. I have, I mean, I think he's playing some of the best football of his career. Oh, and by the, oh, and by the way, he gets Antonio Brown next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just to add to this, watch out for Tom. Um, watch out for him in the MVP race. I think that I think Tampa makes a statement here. Their defense, their front seven on defense is they. I mean, they are as good as anyone, um, and they're really protecting Tom. And uh, I and here I'll go out on a limb right now. For first, I yeah. think that the Buccaneers are the best team in the NFC and they are, I'm telling you, watch out for Tom in the MVP race because he's just getting started. So I take Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. I'm with you, man. I'm picking Tampa as well. Um, He's been playing really, really good. I didn't know if they had the offensive line to be able to keep him upright, but God dang, when you get a leader like Tom Brady on your team, you just you just pull it out of your ass to to block for that guy, and they've been giving him that coverage. You mentioned it. Um, uh, AB comes back next week, um, and I think Godwin just went down, if I'm not mistaken. I think Godwin was out, was out this week, I think, with an injury, and that's going to really help the uh, the Bucks getting AB. Um, yeah, man, terrific, Tom. You know he's doing it. Now, going into the season, I wanted to talk about this briefly. Going into the season, everybody was wondering, could Tom Brady do it without Bill Belichick? Everybody seemed to think that that Tom wouldn't really have as much success as he would have with feels with Bill Belichick because everybody was thinking, hey, Bill Belichick is the mastermind behind that, that duo. I think, as of right now, Tom Brady's proven that wrong, that I can do this without Bill. I think he's doing more than enough to say – to, to prove, I think he's done more than enough to prove that he can do it without Bill. And right now, Bill's not looking too hot with the two and five 
um, Patriots team. And, hey, big ups to Tom Brady for going to another team at that old of an age and pretty much putting that team on his back and the rest of the team responding. And, again, I actually completely – I think that really everything you said – was perfect. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's really how I feel too. But I just want to add on to it. I think he wanted to go somewhere where he had a little bit more say, where he where he had a little bit more freedom, where he had a little bit, you know, and where, you know, he knew that they were good and just there was that part of not being. You know, where, you know, it's not just the Belichick way, you know, he wants to do it. You know, I think he wanted to kind of do it his way. You know, he knows. And you can see there is something cooking with this team. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and I think he has a lot of say. I think he has a lot of what this offense is doing. I think, you know, Bruce Arians is not stupid. He knows, you know, we have, you know, we have Tom Brady. Let's let, you know, let's. And so I think that was one of the main things of why Tom left is because I think he really wanted to have more say. And he wanted to prove he could do it without Bill. And like you said very well, um, uh, so far, it looks like Tom uh, is definitely getting kind of the better of this so mm-hmm. far. Um, but you, but you had the Patriots at two and five. They haven't lost yet, by the way. I have them winning, so don't get too far ahead of yourself. You have who? <laughs> you said the Patriots are two and five. I said they haven't lost yet. I have them. Winning. Oh, and so w- let's not go that far yet. All right. <laughs> well, I mean. The Patriots are two. Oh yeah, I did. You're right. They're two and four. Well, I mean, there you go. That's how how lowly I think of the Patriots right now. Yeah. Um, no, I think that that tells you exactly how you. Feel all right, we're gonna go ahead and just do last Thursday's game before we jump into next week's game. Um, this past Thursday, you had the Falcons and the Panthers. Falcons beat the Panthers twenty five seventeen. So the Falcons moved to two and six, and the Panthers moved to to three and five. Um, yeah, man, I think the Falcons are starting to wake up, and I think that coaching change really helped um, light a fire under their asses, if you will. Um, two things about yeah. this. Um, I Normally, when you fire a coach midseason, it normally doesn't go that well. Normally, you see a regression, or you, you just don't see – a lot of wins. I mean, you can go back to Garrett. Obviously, when Wade was fired, you know, obviously Garrett, he went four and two and he got the job. But most, but most of the time, when you see this happen, it's it is usually not good for the team. Yeah, Falcons are a team that are, uh, they're kind of going the opposite way. They're now two and one since they have fired their coach. And a lot of why they lost a lot of those games was, yeah, stupidity. Um, So, yeah, that's on coaching. But also, when you don't have Julio Jones, when you don't have certain weapons that are just – I mean, he's one of the best of all time. He's still great. 
You saw he had 137 yards in this mm-hmm. past game. They are they are the most dangerous team. Again, they're not going to make a run to the playoffs or anything, but I tell you, no one wants to play them. They are going to, you know, they're going to make they're going to make some noise and they're going to just in the sense that they're going to beat teams that you wouldn't think that yeah. they're going to beat. So, let me just tell you that Panthers they're shooting for a seven to nine, eight and eight season. They're just not there. No, yet. they're about a year away. All right, really quickly, Thursday, yep. November fifth. This is going to be a pretty good game, Callaway. Okay. I think you'll like it. Uh, Packers are going to play the 49ers down in San Francisco. Packers were, yep. may go into this game uh, six and one, and the pa- and the Forty Niners may go into this game five and three. But who are you picking for this uh, Thursday game? So, if the 49ers had their defense mm-hmm. and had, you know, had all their players healthy like Bosa and, uh, you know, this would be a much – this would be a much harder pick. I still think the Packers win this game and win this game pretty easily. Wow. We're not giving the 49ers a chance at all. Uh. N- yeah, I just I, I just don't see it. They are so riddled with injuries on both sides of the football. They're kind of like the Cowboys. I think they have injuries that are just too hard to overcome. Garoppolo has not showed me enough to where, like, he's, you know, you know, when you talk, oh, okay, well, this will come down to either Rodgers or, yeah, Garoppolo – Garoppolo hasn't showed. I mean, hasn't showed me enough. Where, I mean, especially this season, that he is even remotely close to Rogers' level. So, yeah. So yeah, give me the Packers. I'm All sorry, right. Well. But, uh, well, I mean, for those who know me personally, they know I am not a trendsetter, and I am not going to start now by picking the underdogs. Give me the Packers as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Packers. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I got Packers winning. Um, they're hot right now, and I think they're just going to get even hotter after – if they can win today, oh, yeah, I think they're just going to be white hot by the time they get to this Thursday game. All right, that does it for this okay. week's NFL Rundown. All right, Irod, let me tell you something that I've been thinking about. Okay. And um, as much as I love college football – I went to the University mm-hmm. of Arizona. We're actually about to kick off our season this coming Saturday. And as excited as I am about all that, and it's all great to have back everyone playing, and, you know, that's all great. This season has been so boring. Because, In college? Yes, because I right. already know three of the four teams – that are going to make the playoffs. I mean, I can already tell you three of the four teams that are going to do it. And I know that obviously Clemson lost Trevor Lawrence and uh, he got COVID this past week. And yeah, he was out this last game and they had a rookie in there. I can't even pronounce his name, but he was fantastic. He, he won that game, and he's got to play 
now at Notre Dame. I don't care about that. They're still <laughs> going to win. They're still going to win. So it's like I know that Clemson, I know that Alabama, and I know that Ohio State are already – they're already the top three teams. Yeah. Whoever you want to see them. So how am I supposed to be excited for a fourth team that is going to be Cincinnati? Is it going to be a team from the Pac-12 that hasn't even started yet? Has it, you know, is it going to be a team like Coastal Carolina who is ranked for the first time ever and are moving up? I mean, it's just like, I mean, why do I? I mean, why do I care when I know already what the outcome is going to be? And why should you care? Feel, well, and, and so for a person that loves college football, I get it. But when you already know, you know what the outcome is going to be, is it really that much fun? And again, I'm asking you because this has been boring to me. So I'm asking you, I guess, now. Well, um, this just solidifies why I haven't or don't watch college football. You said it, man. It's boring. Nothing's fun about watching a bunch of kids who don't get played, but the money's made off of their backs. Nothing's fun about that at all. But I yeah. think a lot and- of it has to do with COVID. This has been a crazy-ass 2020, man. And people are just trying to reach for some type of normalcy. And it's hard to do that when you have this ongoing pandemic and people are trying to get back to something normal and college football tried, they're trying and I can't fault them for trying. But like you said, if it's all predictable or if you know it's going a certain way, it kind of takes the fun out of it. Cause isn't that the point of college football is to see those smaller schools or lesser known teams beat these, you know, powerhouses. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I think it's uh, I think college football may be missing that because there's a lot of schools that aren't playing at all. And I know that all the dippers out there have heard me say, but it also comes down to there's no fans when you no fans. have to go into you know a big stadium that you knew that you know would most likely have a hundred thousand you know they would have a hundred thousand strong. And, you know, you don't have any or you're down to, you know, nothing. It's just different this season. Like you said, it has been 2020 with the COVID. Um, You know, I think a lot of that um, has, you know, dictated. But this season I was looking forward to. I was just kind of, you know, and, yes, I am happy they're all playing. I just think now it's to the point where it's like – Man, I already know who the top three teams are, so I guess we'll see who the fourth team is. That's what's, I guess, fun about it now. So, Well, then how's this all going to play out? Well, I mean, I think it just goes on. I mean, I think you get a fourth team in there, and then you'll have obviously one versus four, two versus three, and, you know, you'll probably have Clemson versus Alabama, and, um, you know, it'll – I mean – you know, I think the show will, you know, I think the game will get great ratings and we'll see who wins, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's what I think. I mean, I just think that's where we're headed. So. Um, shouldn't, uh, this is just me being 
trying to, you know, trying to make shit happen, right? All right. Shouldn't, wouldn't this be the year, and I think I've mentioned this before in the past, shouldn't this be the year that the that college football should experiment by adding more teams into playoff to make it that much more exciting? Oh, they should, but, but they they're won't. not. I mean, they, they're not, I and mean, they won't. I mean, it took them 20 years, just, well, not 20 quite, but it took them a lot of years just even to get them to a four-game playoff. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, the next we can hope for is maybe six and then maybe eight. Outside of that, um, yeah, that's just – it's just not going to be that. So, Especially since uh, college football is all about making money. I mean, this would be – yeah, so I would say, hey, guys, we're going to expand it to six. Just because it's COVID and which one you want, bring more excitement, try to make as much money as we can because we're already losing a butt ton of money. But no, they're just going to stick with four, huh? Yeah. As a, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially for this year. Unless they so. pull like a WWE type, type stipulation change at the last minute. Like, hey, guys, I know we're a couple of weeks away from the play, from the first playoff game, but we're going to add two more teams. Yeah. <laughs> There you go, which actually leads me, which is a perfect segue, into my next little hot rant. You ready for this? Oh, oh, oh yeah, I'm ready. What's, what's your hot rant? All right, SmackDown yeah. is 10 times better than Raw. <laughs> I've been telling you, that's the and premier show now. I have now completely bought in to what you were saying. SmackDown is the real show. It's the only show to watch in my mind. I think the storyline of the whole Roman Reigns and the Jay Uso and how the Jimmy Uso and how he finally and then he snapped and he bowed down to the Chief and he beat the hell out of Daniel Bryan. Great TV. Bailey and Banks, those two are, again, a great storyline. Storylines tell it all. And and I also, for selfish reasons, because Roman continues to say that he's the head of the family. He's the head of the table. He's the one, right? And one can only hope, because I'm the biggest fan in the world, I can only hope that this leads to a Rock appearance and we get to see Rock versus Roman. And I want to see Roman's face when The Rock comes out. And I hope it's to a live crowd, damn it. But either way, I just think it's a great storyline and you can have Rock come in at any time, probably WrestleMania. But this has been really good. It's and SmackDown is way more. I mean, like literally Raw. I can't watch it. It's so bad. There's no. There's nothing to be excited for on Raw. So there's my rant on that. SmackDown number one. So uh, you know, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned this because um, I make sense. Yeah, you know, for those peeps. Or those dippers that don't know, there there's a draft. WWE likes to have this draft. They try to make it as much like an actual sport as possible. Which I don't like the draft. I think the draft is dumb. It's stupid, and they forget about the draft results. And about one or two months, when people start jumping brands, 
start jumping from Raw to SmackDown, NXT, like like nothing. It just kills the the draft. But it makes sense why Seth Rollins was moved from Raw to SmackDown because SmackDown is starting to become, if it ha- if it isn't already, the premier show. <clears throat> they oh, have the best storylines. I got an, uh, that yeah. brings up another point I have. But yes, no, that's fine. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean. Yeah, no, no, no. And then and just to finish it off, I'm just I'm glad that that people that you are starting to enjoy SmackDown because I was enjoying it a little bit before you were just because it's more on network TV. It's on a local channel, Fox Four in our area, but it's on Fox on any across the United States. It's not like on USA where you have to have basic cable to watch it. But. I think that's allowing WWE to be more uh, open to creativity for storylines and wrestlers because now they're on the national network that can get national attention. And yeah, the the, the storyline, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, excellent, excellent story. That's my favorite storyline going into this one. Bailey Banks being a close second. Yes, uh, I can. I completely yeah. agree with you. That's all I got to say. What what, what do you want to say about Seth Rollins? Well, I just think, okay, let's end this whole Mysterio thing. I'm tired of it. I don't like it. I don't like her being with, like, his daughter. I guess, was it Mysterio's daughter with Murphy? It's just like, okay, let's, like, let's either get to, like, a finishing point on this. I just, I don't know. I'm just not feeling that one as much. But, you know, it's a soap opera. Is really what it is. So, yeah, yeah, um, it is. I mean, really. I mean, I mean, really. This. I mean, that's what they had back in the Attitude Era. I mean, remember you had. I mean, like Edge and Lita, and you know, you had a bunch. You know, you had a bunch of kind of things like that. But yeah. this just seems out of place. I just. I don't know. I just wish they would move on. I think Rollins is. I. Th- you know. I don't know. I think he needs to be. You know, maybe fighting Reigns, or you know, maybe. You uh, know, I think in due think time, you. In time, I, but yeah, this I wouldn't. Is run, yeah. I think dry. I guess is what I'm getting to. Like no, no, no. You're right. KO. You know, I know Survivor Series is coming up, so that's going to be the big thing. Yeah. But you know, I just I don't know the storylines. Eh. No, no, I I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it's already run its course. Um. Yeah, yeah. So SmackDown, uh, Dippers, check it out on Fridays. And if you don't, yeah, then hey, I don't care. Good. We're not getting paid for that. So, <laughs> uh, um, one last thing before we before we go. Yeah, I just want to say, I think it is completely unfair mm-hmm. to the Manning family. Well, maybe not the Manning family, but so let me just explain real quick. So. Yeah. So yeah, Cooper, who is Cooperman. So yeah, so he is the brother of of uh, Peyton and also Eli. Yeah, I he think he's the oldest London. brother. Yeah. Okay. So he has a son, and that that son is the number one prospect, um, in the twenty twenty three class, I believe. Okay. My whole issue. And, uh, you know, I don't get it. I don't really understand. I guess because his last name is Manning. But they're now showing his highlights on ESPN. He's in high school. And the pressure you've already put on this kid now to be like Peyton 
And to be like Eli is so unfair and so just, again, they don't do this for any other five-star athlete. They don't do it like they don't show high school games unless it's, you know, maybe a top 10 and it's a catch or some kind of crazy play. They're not showing highlights because your last name is Manning. Mm-hmm. And look, you know, I get it. You know, they have like the whole Peyton Manning show and all that stuff. But you're, but, but for me, you are doing this kid a huge disservice. Yeah. Because he is now under so much pressure. And no matter where he goes to college, I mean, you know, he's always going to be I, under a microscope. Just, I mean, it's just so. I mean, you know, and, and you know what? He might be great, but if you're not going to do it for – because I guarantee there are quarterbacks and there are, you know, there are lots of other high school players you could show, but you're showing just this kid because his last name is Manning. That's what bothers me. Yeah. And I was just curious what you thought about that. Well, here's what I think about that. If – we ever, if I ever know someone who comes from overseas, like England, uh, Ireland, you know, places that have royalty, you know, and they ask me, hey, do you guys have any royalty here in the States? And I say, yeah, buddy, we sure do. The Manning family. And they'll be like, Manning, oh, I haven't heard of them. They're not in any history books. I said, buddy, I'll tell them, buddy, you're looking in the wrong book. You got to look in the sports history book because the Manning family is sports royalty. You got Archie Manning, you have Peyton, you have Eli, and now apparently you have Cooper Manning, who's going to be, I guess, balling out for some university here in the next, you know, few years. Uh, that's that's what it is, man. He's just he's he's part of sports royalty because, I mean, Archie, Eli, Peyton, Cooper, uh, uh, yeah, Cooper Manning, their, uh, you know, the oldest brother, you know, was was pretty good at uh, football before he had that life-changing uh, condition, you know, he had a, a condition that allowed him, that made him retire from playing sports ever again. But so it's his son. It's his son. It it's, it's his, his son. son. Arch, Arch Manning. Arch. Yeah, Arch. Yeah, he named him after his father. Yep. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I, that's going to happen. That's going to happen with, with sports royalty like that. You know, they're just going to get just, more sunshine but, than any other prospect. And, yeah, I think it's – I think I'm with you. I think it does a huge disservice because it puts an unbearable amount of of, of pressure on, on such a young kid. But, I mean, if he yeah, ever wants to make just, it you know, in any sport, I, just I guess. Think it's, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just think – yeah, it just adds that level of pressure that – you know, as a kid, it's I already hard. hard. It's already hard it's, being a kid. It, yeah. Can you imagine being um, Peyton or Eli's nephew? Yeah. yeah not you even. see your you see your uncles every every holiday, you know, and then you know they yeah. go to your games, and they're there. Yep. And then you know you're you you find out you have you know you have an arm on you, kind of like your uncles, and then you're like, oh shit, and then you see. Your stuff on ESPN. It's it's hard being a kid, let alone a kid being on ESPN. You know who's yeah. already a top prospect. But so, hey, let's anyway. ask um, let's ask Stephen Jones's son here in the next uh, John Stephen. Let's ask him how how the pressure was because that's that's another guy right there. 
Yeah, we'll ask him once he gets drafted by the Cowboys. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. I think that's where it's headed. So that's why Dak won't be signed. <laughs> we're we're going to end up getting um, Stephen Jones' son. No, so. Ben DiNucci. Remember the name, Dippers. Ben DiNucci. DiNucci era is going to start tonight, 7.20 yes. Eastern. Um, yeah, Callaway, I like that shit. That's some good shit there, bro. I like that. All right, man. Thanks, buddy. It was right, a great episode, as always. Yep. Hopefully, we'll be back in the studio next week. Yep, yep. We're, yeah, we'll be in the studio next week, man. Definitely. Uh, so, right, yeah, good. let's go. I'm going to go ahead and close it out then. I, Dippers, appreciate the listens. Please subscribe. Um, you can catch us on Twitter at NoChipsPod. You can catch us at our email, uh, NoChipsPod at gmail.com, on Instagram at NoChipsPod, on Facebook, Dippin' Without a Chip. It's a web page or it's a Facebook page. Join us, you know. Join us. Let us know how we're doing. Um, also, bellyupsports.com. Check us out there. Um, preferably, I say go so catch us on the website. We have our own webpage. I think it's pretty cool. Um, please join us on our webpage. Go there at least once a day and just check us out, see what we're doing. It's tied to our Twitter feed, so you don't have to really keep up with our Twitter timeline separately. You can go to that webpage, our webpage at bellyupsports.com, and find our podcast under the podcast section, and you can see what we're doing on Twitter right then and there. And guess what? It's tied to Spotify. You can listen to our episode there while on the webpage, checking out what we're doing on Twitter. Isn't that neat, Callaway? Oh, yes. I love it. Yeah. It's fantastic. So, so um, yeah, please check us out and check out all the rest of the content. You know, uh, Fantasy Help, I found myself uh, going on the, on the fantasy um, page there because I need some fantasy help. So a very I'm healthy stuff. I'm making a run too, by the way. Callaway says he's making a run. Alive. Guess, yep. Alive. And guess why? He, and guess why you'll be making a run, Callaway? Because you've been checking out the fantasy page. Yes, on I have been. Sports.com. I have been. Yep. So um, I think that that does it for this for this week, Callaway. Yes, sir. Have All a right. good uh, Have a good night, and uh, yeah, go Cowboys and go Danuch. Go Cowboys, go Danuch, and I guess you guys will hear us later. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.